Good morning, St. Michael's. Will you please stand? Thank you, Lord, so much for all you do for us. Thank you that we get to come here and worship you, Lord. Bless this service. Bless the word. Lead us into your throne room, Lord. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Almighty God, you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. 
Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Jesus said the first commandment is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. As we prepare to celebrate the mystery of Christ's love, let us acknowledge our sins and ask the Lord for pardon and strength. Please kneel. Most merciful God, I confess that I have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what I have done and by what I have left undone. I have not loved you with my whole heart. I have not loved my neighbors as myself. I am truly sorry, and I humbly repent for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ. Have mercy on me, you forgive me. I may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory be to God on the high, and on earth peace be well to men. We praise Thee, we bless Thee, we worship Thee, we glorify Thee. We give thanks to Thee for Thy great glory. O Lord God, Heavenly King, God the Father Almighty, O Lord, the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, O Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, that takest away the sins of the world, have mercy upon us. Thou that taketh away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. Thou that sitteth at the right hand of God the Father, have mercy upon us. For Thou only art holy. Thou only art the Lord. Thou only, O Christ, with the Holy Ghost, art most high in the glory of God the Father. Amen.
You are the hand that reaches out 
with you. Let's pray together the call up. Father in heaven, who at the baptism of Jesus in the river Jordan proclaimed him your beloved son and anointed him with the Holy Spirit, grant that all who are baptized into his name may keep the covenant they've made and boldly confess him as Lord and Savior, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns one God, in glory everlasting. Amen. Maybe soon. Our first reading this morning comes from Isaiah chapter 42, beginning in verse 1. Behold, my servant whom I uphold, my elect one in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the Gentiles. He will not cry out, nor raise his voice, nor cause his voice to be heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break. A smoking flax he will not quench. He will bring forth justice for truth. He will not fail nor be discouraged till he has established justice in the earth. And the coastlands shall wait for his law. Thus says God the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread forth the earth and that which comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it, and spirit to those who walk on it. I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness, and I will hold your hand. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people, as a light to the Gentiles, to open blind eyes, to bring out prisoners from the prison, those who sit in darkness from the prison house. The word of the Lord. This morning's psalm is Psalm 29. We'll read it responding by the asterisk. Give unto the Lord, O you mighty ones. Give unto the Lord the glory due his name. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. He makes them also skip like a calf. The voice of the Lord divides the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth and strips the forest bare. The Lord sat enthroned at the flood. The Lord will give strength to his people. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit.
Our second reading comes from the book of Acts, chapter 10, beginning at verse 34. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, In truth, I perceive that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him. The word which God sent to the children of Israel, preaching peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. That word you know, which was proclaimed throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. The word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Mark. Glory be to thee, O Lord. St. Mark chapter 1, beginning at verse 4. John came baptizing in the wilderness and preaching a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. Then all the land of Judea and those from Jerusalem went out to him and were all baptized by him in the Jordan River, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair and with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. And he preached, saying, There comes one after me who is mightier than I, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to stoop down and loose. I indeed baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. It came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And immediately coming up from the water, he saw the heavens parting and the Spirit descending upon him like a dove. Then a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Gospel of our Lord. Praise be to Lord Christ. You may be seated. Well, it's been a long time, it seems like, since I've stood up here to share the word of the Lord. But, Lord, we just look to you this morning. We ask you to fill our hearts with faith and love and patience today, Lord. And give us the strength to do your will in all that we undertake. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Well, I want to talk to you a little bit about the gospel reading today. Uh, today's reading, as we have an icon of it, is the baptism of Jesus. And what I want to share with you today is that Jesus was just beginning his ministry. This is the first. It says he had come from Nazareth. So he hadn't been exposed, really, to much of anything. He was living probably with his mother in Nazareth. And he hears about John and he, he comes. He's led by the Spirit, I'm sure, to be baptized by John. And when he gets baptized, when John baptizes him, it says the heavens open. And a dove came descending upon him. And God himself speaks and says, This is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. What I want to share with you today is that we are in that same position when we believe God. Because God promises us if we, if we accept him that we become children of God, sons of God, daughters of God. And so the fight that we have in our life is believing that God is well pleased with us. Believing that Jesus paid the price for us. And then when he looks down from heaven, he only sees the righteousness of Jesus in our sins because our sins have been washed away. Now, to help convince you that God loves you, I want to talk to you a little bit about John the Baptist this morning. You know, John the Baptist had a miraculous birth. In fact, it was the angel Gabriel that came to Zechariah. With Jesus, the angel Gabriel came to Mary. But I find it interesting that the angel Gabriel came to Zacharias. And he was in the temple. And he was older, his wife was old, and the angel says, you're going to have a child and you're going to name the child John. And he doubted. He was afraid, he doubted, he goes, how can this be? We're old. We can't have a child. And so the angel smitten him with not being able to speak. He, was, he, he couldn't speak. When he came out, he couldn't say anything. And so as you see, as you think about John, John's life was called by God. And God even named him and spoke many great things about the things that John would do. He was a, a, a man who was very self-disciplined. We read about what he ate and what he wore. And I don't think we want to eat locusts, even if you dip them in honey, right? And the clothes that he wore. So he, he, was, in, he was a man of denying himself 
so that he could get close to God. You know, and so many of us try to take that way. If, if we'll deny ourselves, maybe we can get closer to God. If we do this or we do that. Now, John was called to do that. And you look at all the great things that he had done. He began to preach repentance. And people came from all over to be baptized by, by him. He stood against Herod. He told the ruler, hey, it's not lawful for you to take your brother's wife, which ultimately cost him his life, right? Because when Herodias' daughter danced before Herod, she still had a grudge. She still had bitterness. She still was mad after a long time. How can this man tell me what to do? And John was beheaded. But the thing about John is that he pointed to Jesus. In fact, even in this passage, it says, I can't even, I don't even have the ability or have, should be able to unloosen his, his sandals. But what does Jesus say about John? Because John was trying to keep track of what was going on with Jesus, even when he was in prison. Well, Jesus says in Matthew eleven eleven, Assuredly, I say to you, among those born of woman, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist. But he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. John was a transition from the Old Testament to the New. But the thing that encourages me is that if we walk in the kingdom of God, if we serve Jesus, Jesus said that we are greater than John the Baptist. And if we were to take a poll, we were, going to, we were to measure ourselves up to John the Baptist. He was martyred. He baptized the Lord. An angel came and announced his birth. We would think to ourselves, how can we measure up to John the Baptist? I mean, he denied himself. He lived in the wilderness. He ate locusts. He was a, such a great man of God. It said he turned the hearts of the fathers to their children and the children to their fathers. He had a ministry that stretched out over the whole land. And people came from all over. But yet Jesus proclaims to us today that if you walk in God's kingdom, if you're in the kingdom, you are greater than John the Baptist. That's hard for us to grasp, isn't it? But it all tends with us serving the Lord. 
being baptized, just as the Lord was baptized. Right now, if you could see heaven, Jesus is standing up there. Heaven's open, and he's saying, I am well pleased with you. Psalm 103. So how do we get ourselves to that place where we can really believe that God is in control of our life? You know, in this day and age, and what's going on in the world today, the enemy is attacking people. People are fearful. People are discouraged. All I hear about is, oh, I'm so glad 2020's over. Guess what? Nothing's changed. I hate to tell you, but nothing's changed. You need to be happy that you're walking in the kingdom. That God is well pleased with you. But this psalm, I love this psalm because it, it talks about what we're supposed to do. And he starts out and he says, Bless the Lord, O my soul. All that is within me, bless his holy name. Have you been blessing the Lord during this time? We should be. We should be thankful. For every breath that we have comes from God. Psalmist says, Forget not all his benefits. He heals all our diseases. He redeems our life from destruction and crowns us with loving kindness and tender mercy. See, I believe God is shaking the world today. If you are trusting in the world system today, if you're trusting in our scientists, in our government, you're going to be on shaky ground. You know, I have a friend, David, here who's over here from Spain living with us, and all of Spain is shut down. He's going home. He's not that excited because when he gets home, He says they've shut everything down until May 6th in his town. Stay locked in. But what I want to tell you today is God is alive and well today, and he's wanting to answer your prayers. He's wanting to pour his blessings down upon you. His benefits are for us. He's forgiven our sins. That's the first great benefit that God has given us, is He's forgiven our sins. What I see God doing this year, is I see God wanting to release the power of His Holy Spirit upon us. Just as God spoke to Jesus and the dove came down and said, This is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. He wants that same Spirit to be on you. 
This is my beloved daughter who I'm well pleased. You know, this year I saw many miracles, Bishop. And I believe these miracles that I saw in my life are for you. What I sense God's wanting to do is especially something with the children. God is wanting to stir up our children. If you have children that are are gone astray, or you have children that are addicted to drugs or alcohol, or they're they're just uh, have no direction, this is the year for God to pour down in their lives. This year I had a great miracle. I had one of my children who got addicted to drugs. And they were heading down the wrong path. And as a parent, you feel helpless. What can I do? They have their own will. They're old enough to make their own decisions. But thanks be to God, by His hand of mercy... He reached down and touched that child and healed him. And that's for you today. God wants you to stand and believe for your children today. That was the number one thing God put on my heart, is start believing for your kids. Start speaking blessing over your children. Finances. Everyone's finances have been affected during this pandemic. What I want to tell you today is God wants to open the windows of heaven and pour down a blessing upon you that you cannot contain. Why? Because you're better than John the Baptist. When you walk in his kingdom, you have benefits that God wants to pour down upon you. Healing. There's people that need to be healed here. There's people that are under attack for their health. What does the psalm say? He heals all our diseases. You know, I love Psalm 121. Because that psalm was a prayer of mine for so many years when things were so bad. (laughs) And it looked like life was not going to be the best. And the psalmist says, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From where comes my help? I don't know if he was looking at the hills. I might have been looking at the sky. I like to look at the sky. Or look around at my environment. Where's my help going to come from? He says, my help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. There's nothing more I can elaborate. He made you. He made heaven. He made earth. And he's your helper. And it says he will not sleep. He will not slumber. God is not asleep up there during this pandemic. He's awake. He's watching. 
He's wanting us to walk in his kingdom. You know, I ran across a little saying that I had written down in my Bible this week from Moby Dick. And it's a key for us today. Let faith oust fact. Think about that. Let your faith oust the facts. You know, even as we take communion, we have to do that. Because if we were to scientifically take the host and say, it's the body and blood of Jesus. And if they did a scientific experience on that, experiment on that, they would say, oh, no, this is flour and water. But we do that every Sunday. We let our faith oust the facts. We believe what God has said to be true. And we need to apply that same principle in these other areas of our life, in the areas of our children. Don't look at the facts. Your finances, don't look at the facts. Let Faith arise from the promises that God has made to us. See, this is all part of baptism. This is all part of God looking down on his son Jesus and saying, this is my beloved son. In whom I am well pleased. There's a lot of scriptures that talk about us as sons and daughters, Bishop. I like John 1.12. But as many as receive him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. Even to those who believe in his name. If you believe today, you're a child of God. And God has many benefits for you. And so what I want you to do is I want you to begin this week to bless the Lord. Stop looking at the facts. The other word from Moby Dick. (laughs) Let fancy oust memory. See, the devil is always working on our memory. He always reminds us what we've done wrong and how we do not measure up. You just need to tell him, I'm better than John the Baptist. Take a look at John the Baptist. What do you think about that? But let your dreams, let your fantasies think on the promises of God. And not the memories that the devil keeps bringing up to you and reminding you day by day, hour by hour. Praise you, Lord. Let's just bow our heads. Lord, I really believe this word is for us this morning as a church, as a people of God. And Lord, I just ask you to pour out your Holy Spirit. On these people, Lord, 
Let faith rise up within them. Let the memory of sin be cast as far as the east is from the west. And let the power of the risen Lord reign in their mortal bodies. For they are children of God and heirs with Jesus to all the promises that you gave us. I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Together we'll proclaim what we believe. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God. Begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven, and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man, and was crucified also for Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again, according to the Scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and is seated on the right hand of the Father. And he shall come again with glory to judge the living and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken to the prophets. And I believe one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins. And I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for the church and for the world. Father, we pray for your holy Catholic church. And we all may be one. Grant that every member of the church may truly and humbly serve you. That your name may be glorified by all people. We pray for all bishops, priests, and deacons, that they may be faithful ministers of your word and sacraments. We pray for all who govern and hold authority in the nations of the world, that there may be justice and peace on the earth. Give us grace to do your will in all that we undertake, that our works may find favor in your sight. Have compassion on those who suffer from any grief or trouble, that they may be delivered from their distress. Give to the departed eternal rest, let light perpetual shine upon them. We praise you for your saints who have entered into joy. May we also come to share in your heavenly kingdom. We just pray that you'd encourage us daily as we lift our voices to you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace of the Lord be always with you. Turn and greet your neighbor with the peace. 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 Good word.
The Lord be with you. <laughs> I like that mic. Makes me loud. <laughs> so it's been a crazy week. Craziness and events. I really appreciate Cannon House. That what a great word. We don't look for our temporary events to be where our vision is. We have a long-term vision. So I'm very grateful for that word. That's very good. Um, just a couple of highlights in our calendar coming up, just to share with everybody. We have, It's Pro-Life Sunday. We don't call it that anymore. It's the Feast of Our Lord, the Giver of Life. Am I right? Yeah, Feast of Our Lord, the Giver of Life next Sunday. So we want to prepare for that. As a pro-life church, you know, it's not just about opposing abortion and Again, that's been a long-term battle for all of us, but also our school and the, and the things that Jim was talking about today. It's about living our lives well in the world that we're in, paying attention and listening carefully what the Lord is saying to us. So um, next Sunday is the Feast of Our Lord, the Giver of Life. Also, we have a men's meeting coming up Sunday, the 20th, Saturday, Saturday. <laughs> Saturday, the 23rd of January at 10 o'clock here at the church. So if you're a man in this church, please come. I want to see you. Uh, and also catechism is coming up. We are going to be starting catechism, not this week, but next. And so for anyone who wants to go through catechism this year and will be 13 by Easter on April 4th, then let me know. Let Father Ed know. What? 13 to 83. <laughs> no upper age limit. No upper age limit. Amen. All right. Thank you. Well, it's missing that page, so we'll just pray for the offering. Lord, we thank you for all that you give us. Lord, we ask that you would bless our tithes and offerings and that you would bless in your kingdom and in our own lives. In Christ's name, amen.
such a wonderful word and Father Jim's always had a ministry built on faith (laughs) and there's no better faith story than in the middle of that baptism of Jesus you got John down in the water and he's wrangling with Jesus like what am I doing I'm not worthy and he says John stop it just do it A lot of stuff we don't know what the Father's doing. We just do it. (laughs) Amen? That's the faith He wants us to have. We welcome all baptized believers to receive the body and blood of Christ this morning. This is the table of the Lord, and it's made ready for those who love Him and those who want to love Him even more. So come if you have much faith or if you have little. You who've been here often and you who have not been here long, you who've tried to follow and you who failed, come. Because it's the Lord who invites you. It's his will that those who want him should meet him right here, come to his table. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Give thanks to the Lord our God. Father, all-powerful and ever-living God, we do well always and everywhere to give you thanks through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through his cross and resurrection, he freed us from sin and death. And he's called us to the glory that's made us a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation.
a people set apart. Everywhere we'll proclaim your mighty works, for you've called us out of darkness into your own wonderful light. And so with all the choir of angels in heaven, we proclaim your glory, and we join in their unending hymn of praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Lord, you're holy indeed, the fountain of all holiness. Let your Holy Spirit come upon these gifts and make them holy so they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Before he was given up to death, a death he freely accepted, he took the bread and he gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples. And he said, take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Later, when supper was ended, he took the cup, and again he gave thanks and praise. He gave it to the disciples, and he said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of a new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this in remembrance of me. And so we proclaim this mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen, and Christ will come again. In memory of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Father, this life-giving bread and this saving cup. We thank you for counting us worthy to stand in your presence and serve you. May all of us who share in the body and blood of Jesus be brought together in unity by the Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your church throughout the world and make us grow in love together with our patriarch, Craig, and all of the clergy. And remember all those who are sick and firm in spirit, soul, or body. We hold up this day Connie and Susan and Carl and Serena, Naomi, Rachel, Nadia, Kyle, Sonia, Marie, Sandra, Karen, Tammy, Kyla, David and Darcy, and Bishop Davidson, Jim Majeski, Jones family, Gage, Pamela, Barbara, Catherine, and of course our Marines and sailors at Camp Pendleton. You may add names of those you're praying for. Draw our hearts to remember the poor and the broken, and as we receive the body and blood of Jesus, may we be transformed to become the body of Christ to the world. Have mercy on us all. Make us worthy to share eternal life with the apostles, the martyrs, all the saints who've gone before us. May we praise you in union with them and give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ. By him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty God and Father, now and forever. Amen. Jesus taught us to call God our Father, and we have courage to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Hallelujah, Christ, our Passover, sacrifice for us. Therefore, let us keep the peace. Hallelujah. O Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy upon us. O Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy upon us. O Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us thy peace. The gifts of God for the people of God, take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on them in your heart with thanksgiving. Blessed are those who are called to the Supper of the Lamb, body and blood of Christ. Oh, man. 
gave me as ambassadors. Go out and be ambassadors for Christ. What a better time. What a what a ripeness the society is right now. I'll tell you where they need answers and we got the answers. Now we we Father Jim said, man, all we do is operate in the kingdom and 
So there's this favor on us as, as we flourish in the kingdom of God. But we want those people to have the same opportunity. Just Jesus wanted them to. Why wouldn't we? Amen. St. Michael, the archangel, defend us in the battle and be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, a prince of the heavenly host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who wander through the world seeking the ruin of our souls. As you go out from this place, remember the gospel. God was in Christ Jesus reconciling the world to himself, not counting men's sins against him. And the blessings of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you always. Amen. We are your church. We are your sons and daughters. We've gathered here to meet with you. We lift our eyes. We lay our hearts before you, expecting here for you to move. Let us go into the world rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God. With our hands to the heavens alive, in your presence, oh God, when you come, so pour out your spirit, we love to be near you, oh God, when you come, with our hands to the heavens alive, in your presence, oh God, when you come, so pour. you come.